I'm very big on what do you, what do you want? Okay, you want this pair of shoes. This pair of shoes is, you know, the kids nowadays it's like seventy five to hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, so that's your goal. Your goal is to make this seventy five dollars just to buy this pair of shoes. So you just sold a sticker for twenty cents. How are you gonna, you know, how how are you gonna grow that? Yeah, you, you have to think exponentially. So you just sold one for twenty cents. Your goal is seventy five dollars. You know, you got to keep you know uploading designs and. Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we talk about life and leadership with teens and their parents. I'm Jenna. And I'm Rachel. And today on the podcast, we are chatting with Mitch Fairchild. Hey, hey. Hey, a teacher who has taken a normal everyday school subject and transformed it into something that is so much more for his students. We love what he is doing, and I hope this conversation sparks something in you that maybe could give you some ideas for your own life. Welcome to the podcast, Mitch. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a teacher. What subject and age do you teach? Uh, I am a teacher. Um, I t- currently teach uh, middle school uh, technology applications, but I've taught graphic design. I've taught art. I've been a PE teacher, a coach. I've taught all levels, um, kindergarten through 12th grade, and I can honestly say that I love middle school. <laughs> That is amazing. I know because most people you know, don't. Most people are like, "Oh, you like middle school? You're crazy." I'm like, "No, yeah. no," because elementary is like herding cats, and high school <laughs> is like they know so much more than you. You're so it's just different. Right? <laughs> yeah, we have some high schoolers in our <laughs> yeah. family. <laughs> yeah, middle school they still believe what you say. They do, but they don't have the attitude. And I'm a big guy with a booming voice, so they they always you know they come in scared. So it's nice. I can mold their brains a little bit. It's nice. <laughs> so through teaching uh, graphic design, you came up with an idea to help your students start their own businesses. Tell us how you came up with that idea. Yeah, I, so when I was first asked to teach graphic design, it was at an IB school, and it was I was asked to teach design, which is basically, um, I always tell people, it's a lot like intro to engineering. You learn a lot of, <clears throat> you learn everything from, I mean, we, we taught uh, textile design, we taught um, engineering, we taught physics, we taught video game design, um, videography, um, but one of the things they wanted me to teach in that class was graphic design. It's actually a part of the curriculum. And um, the, the school I'd worked for had just launched. They had gotten a grant from uh, Apple. Apple had given them, I want to say it was, my computer lab had 32 brand new um, Mac uh, computers. This was, wow. uh, let's see, this was eight-ish years ago, and um, but they wanted me to teach graphic design as an element of the class, but they didn't, they didn't have any um, graphic design software. I had used, played around with Photoshop, I had used um, Publisher, so I was very familiar with what to do, how to do it, but we just didn't have the software to do it, so I don't know what, I, don't, I honestly don't know how I start, but I was just, I was playing around on, on um, Microsoft um, PowerPoint, and I just started making stuff using shapes. I was a huge fan growing up of Bob Ross, and so I was just playing around with PowerPoint. I was kind of using that concept. I was taking shapes and turning them into like different things like monkeys and lizards and giraffes and all these different things, cars, things like that. And um, so I thought, well, I'll just, I'll teach that element, you know, through PowerPoint. And what I liked about it is, is A, it was free. So even if the students went home, a lot, most of the students, most of the computers they had at home, if they had a computer, it was a Title I school. But if they had a computer, you know, they had, you know, Microsoft Suite 
Um, so I was I was wanting something anyway that was kind of that was free to them because they could have gotten Adobe. We could have gotten Adobe, but the students, if they wanted to work on stuff at home, they would have had to pay the. It's like I don't know, nineteen dollars a month. You know, other parents would have to have that software on their computer. I just didn't see that as an option for a right. very large portion of our of our student population. So yeah, I started teaching graphic design using using PowerPoint. Um, that was at, at one school. I moved from that school to my current school. Um, I guess it's been, I want to say it's been five years, maybe six. And it was the same thing. It was, it's um, what's called Title I here in Texas. It's our, I, mean, I guess, Title I all over. It's the low-income yeah. school. So these kids, a lot of these kids don't have same thing. You know, they could not afford to have Adobe. So I, start, I started looking, and I was getting worried about the whole, pulp, you know, using PowerPoint. If their computers don't have it, they're stuck. All they have is the closest thing, which is um, Google uh, Slides, which we can do the same thing with slides. But I was wanting to, to give them the experience of graphic design. So I started looking around, and, and I, that, that's when I first realized that Google has, I don't know if you're familiar with Google Drawing, but Google actually has a, uh, an app called Google Drawing which is their yeah. version of kind of, it's more like publisher than PowerPoint. So uh, I started teaching students how to, how to do stuff on that. And that's how, that's how it came to be. It was really all about getting some form of software where kids can design into their hands at no cost. Right. So at first you just were wanting to teach them graphic design. Absolutely. When, how did it evolve into, let's start our own businesses? Um, so another part of the IB, I, International Baccalaureate is really, I love it. Um, it's a part of the whole fabric of, of IB that it, they want to teach these students not only to be academic, but they want them to be worldly. And they want to learn uh, skills in high school, at the high school level, so that when they uh, graduate, they have uh, not just again, academic knowledge, but they have knowledge of how to go and do other things like textile design, like robotics. They can actually, you know, welding, things like that. So it's not just about the education. It's also about teaching them a trade, kind of, sort of. Um, so just as a part of the component, um, I started teaching them how to go and do... At the time, I had started just dabbling in print-on-demand through Amazon, Merch by Amazon. I don't know if you've heard of that. Right, yeah. But so I started playing around with that, and I started doing really well. Um, and it was just when it had just started. Um, it was right. Well, actually, it had started about a year before I started. And the year before I started, there was a huge boom. Like you could put up a shirt that, with an X on it, and it would sell. It was crazy. Um, but hey, Mitch, for for people that don't know what that is, they'll kind of merch by Amazon is a platform yeah. that Amazon has created. It originally was created for. Uh, video game developers where like so say you had an app um, in Google Play or in, on iTunes uh, in the App Store and you wanted to get to a level where hey you reached you know like the hundredth level for this you get a shirt you know you could actually win prizes on these apps um, and that was real big for a while and so Amazon wanted to meet that that demand so they, they created this platform for these game design entrepreneurs for these uh, app developers it just it took off and before you knew it people were graphic designers were realizing hey you know this isn't this isn't just for you know game development we could actually make 
you know, upload our designs on these shirts. Um, at the time, it was just shirts. We uh, upload our designs on these T-shirts. People buy them. We don't have to take care of shipping. We don't have to take care of, of anything other than uploading our designs to these shirts. If people like them on Amazon, they can buy them. Amazon prints them. Amazon ships them. Amazon even takes care of the uh, returns, if there's any returns. So uh, it became really big within the graphic design community. A lot of people were doing it. So I jumped on that bandwagon. It's funny because I, when I started, it took me, I put in my application. Originally, you could be Joe Blow off the street, put an application, they would give you a, you know, you could get, you could get a, an account and you could start designing immediately. But it got so overrun. When I started, it took me about two weeks to get approved. And then about a week or two after that, there were all these stories about, oh, it's, you know, I'm not getting approved. I can't get on. It was taking months for people because they just got so saturated. And it's just now, this is like, I don't know, six years later, they're just now getting to the point where they're kind of leveling out where all the people who were trying, you know, in it for a, a quick buck, they're kind of leaving and going to other places. So when I started doing this, I saw that there was such a long wait that I actually found another platform called Redbubble. And Redbubble is where my students currently upload their work to. Um, it takes, it's immediate, uh, you can get uh, approved immediately. And yeah, it's just, the interf it's really, a, a, it's a lot easier to use than Amazon, uh, Merch by Amazon. A Merch by Amazon at the time just had, or just offered rather, uh, t-shirts. They have since added pillows. Um, what else did they? I think they've added pillows, hoodies, um, what is, there's something so else. So there's a bunch of these print-on-demand sites now, like there, Printful, Printify. There, there are, uh, and of course the largest is going gonna, is gonna to be your, your, your Merch by Amazon, because they have the biggest store. Uh, but the second biggest is, believe it or not, it's Redbubble. It's got, it's one of really? the biggest online, yeah, for, for t-shirts and what's cool about. So I'd never heard of it. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Until I heard you tell me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It started off in Australia and. They now have. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a plant here in a print, uh, you know, a, a print shop here. And I want to say it's in California, I believe. I'm not sure, but they have one here in the U.S. now. So yeah, they they grew, they grew rapidly, and they so, are they are second to um, Amazon. So. So you had this idea of helping them start their own businesses. Yeah, I was having. So, I had students who were coming to me. I was giving assignments, and you know, this is. You know how naive you are as a teacher. You're like, you know, I'm the best teacher in the world. You should be doing my assignments because they'll teach you to learn. I mean, you know, they'll teach you stuff. And uh, why aren't you doing it? So, you know, when I went to work at a Title I school, I realized these kids were going home. Uh, they were going to work, a lot of them. They were making money for the family just to live on. These, these were kids. Um, Mom and dad were working too, but just, you know, there wasn't enough money coming in. So the, the kids had to work too. So I just started thinking, of what, how could I you know, help them, you know, better themselves. It's just, it's all about, you know, helping the student better themselves, better, better their, their, the lives of their family. So yeah, I just started teaching them how to use their skills. They learned in my class to, to make a little money on the side. So was the idea of these businesses, was that well received by your administration and the parents of the kids? It has always been. Yes. I've never had 
none of my administrators have ever said anything other than, you know, this is obviously this is beneficial. Yeah. Um, so you, this is middle school you're talking about. These kids are going off to work. When I started, it was uh, I started with high schoolers. That was at my old school. Okay. Uh, I did have a handful of middle schoolers who were doing it, so I knew they were do. I knew they were capable of doing it. Um, right. But then when I moved to this school, it was all, you know, it was all middle school. So yeah, kids are capable of way more. Oh yeah, no, I, I definitely. And these for. are, you know, I, I get these sixth graders coming in from fifth grade, and they're they're just like they're still elementary students for the first two or three months of school. They're still elementary students. They're trying to figure it all out. And so, you know, I, I have no doubt that elementary students, fourth, fifth graders, could could do something like this. So yeah, it's amazing. Like they just need somebody to believe in absolutely them and tell them they can do it. Yes. And I've yeah. seen, oh, I've seen students who are, the beauty of this is like, you, you'll see students who, um, I'm trying to put this delicately, students who are like those students who you see in the cafeteria sitting by themselves, they have no, zero confidence in themselves. But right. yet they, co they go and they come to my class, they learn this skill first, we teach them graphic design first, then I teach them, you know, how to sell it. And um, they start making, the, those are usually ones who are very creative, I don't know why. But they start, you know, putting their designs out there. They start selling it, and you can just see a whole change in their attitude and their mood. It's just, it's really cool because um, they're getting that confidence that they never had before. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the confidence competence loop? I have not. I just, I'm really excited about this whole. It's a scientific concept, and I just found out about it myself a, a couple months ago. Um, so when we uh, we, we built a house ourselves. Um, we had no experience and we're like, oh yeah, let's go out and build a house. <laughs> um, and our kids uh, built it along with That's us. Awesome. They helped us out. And I noticed that there was something different about the way our kids acted. And I couldn't quite put a finger on it. And then we started working with foster kids and I noticed the opposite. Like they had no skills and they had no confidence. And I'm like, there is some kind of a link here. So we're like, let's teach life and leadership skills to teens and we named our um, website raising confident teens and then a couple months ago i was listening to brendan burchard and he's a high performance coach and he was talking about this he's he's there's this thing called the confidence comp competence loop and when you teach someone a skill like they know what to do and they know how to do it they become more competent and that makes them more confident right and then they're more willing to take a risk in any another area it doesn't even have to be the area they've just learned so then they become more competent which makes them more confident and it just builds and builds and builds so what you're doing what you're saying to me is what you've seen yes. happen is exactly yep. this loop in your classroom so that's awesome did you have any unintended results that you weren't expecting from all of this yeah i was not expecting students to make as much as they made like i was expecting them to make you know, I always, you know, I'm, I'm very big on what do you, what do you want? Okay. You want this pair of shoes. This pair of shoes is, you know, the kids nowadays, it's like 75 to hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, so that's your goal. Your goal is to make this $75 just to buy this pair of shoes. So you just sold a sticker for 20 cents. How are you going to, you know, how, how are you going to grow that? Yeah. Then you have to think exponentially. So you just sold one for 20 cents. Your goal is $75. You know, you got to keep, you know, uploading designs and it's all about, you know, the more designs you have, the more likely you are to get seen. So, yeah, they started doing it. And <clears throat> like I had students making, 
I've got students making hundreds of dollars a month, so it's it was I was taken aback by it. And but you know, you also have your students who make zero. And the biggest difference is, and I watch it, and I study it, and I research it, and I document it. The biggest difference between the students who make zero and the student who makes a hundred dollars a month is the fact that they're doing it. I mean, those who are not making any money, uh, they come into my class, they want to just get by, so that's what they do. And I do not grade on. Students are not grading in my class on sales. My, my students are graded on their, on their design work. So, but it's, action as action. Yep. It's just like real life. It is. If you're if you're a person that takes action, and they get frustrated. Ah, I, I can't sell. Like, how many designs do you have up? I've got three. Well, they have a hundred and three. So, let's think about this for just one second. So, yeah. <laughs> is there a way to take Redbubble, and put it up like? I know like some websites have stores on them. Is there a way to link that to a Redbubble page? So what I teach my students is uh, two things. <clears throat> and this is all, by the way, everything I do has to have parent permission. First of all, they have to have permission to uh, open the store. And then, of course, parents have to get involved because parents have to set up the banking information. So you can, they can get paid through PayPal or they can get paid through uh, their bank through uh, direct deposit. So parents have to set all that up, um, but parent involvement is crucial. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I just chased a squirrel on an idea that I had for my class when I was talking about that. What was the question? That's all right. We can cut that out. No, that's fine. Yeah, um, leave it in. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, so is there a way to link for like? Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yes. So yeah, and I, one of the big things we do is I teach. Um, I teach them how to use either a social media. Well, I do teach them how to use social media and how to set up uh, websites. Again, the uh -huh. parents have to help with that. I don't want my kids, uh, my students, first of all, they're middle school. I personally, and this is feel how you feel. I, I you know, I, my, my kids didn't have social media when they were middle school. So, I mean, so I always tell parents, right. you know, if you have, if you have a Facebook, please you know, have a link because you can have a link to their store to the to a product. So they just made a product. And what's really cool on Redbubble, where Amazon, you have, um, like I said, you have T-shirts, hoodies. What do they have? They have T-shirts, hoodies, pillows. They have pop sockets. They have phone cases, and I think that's about it. But on Redbubble, you have hoodies, T-shirts, dresses, leggings, clocks, phone cases, uh, computer cases, scarves. Um, you can make posters on posters, there, yeah. They can. Have, you can do wall art. Um, they have tons of stuff. So, and what's really cool is you get to pick what you want to be your display, your your um, design to be displayed on. It can be a t-shirt, or it can be a mini skirt, or it can be a jacket, or it can be a, a bedspread with pillows. They even have shower curtains now. So that can be <laughs> your uh, that can be the what the customer sees when they see your design for the first time. Well, the parents or the student, if they have social media can take that link uh, you can just share the link to their social media and let their friends and family know um, the students let their friends and family know but also you can create you know for cheap uh, really for nothing you can do a web, a web press I mean a WordPress page uh, the free version it says you know little Jimmy's design store dot wordpress dot com and they can, yeah, they can have links, you know, just make a static page. That's they can make just their own has, page. Exactly, yes. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. 
I was just wondering how do you how how do they like keep their people from getting overwhelmed? You know, like if you go to Redbubble, because I, I checked it out after I talked to you. Yeah. It can be overwhelming with all the different things that are. Oh, on there. there's so much, and, I, and one of the things I have to tell my students is, I'm like, first, I'm like, this is a platform that has, you know, thousands of designers on it. You're just a handful. Some of these designers don't think like you do. Some of them are rude, and some of them will put up stuff that is not appropriate for school and not appropriate for your eyes. So when you see those things, just skim past them. So you have to be very, very careful. How long does your course last is it a semester is it a year normally it's a year uh so our school where we are in central texas our campus was the only middle school in texas that had that i'm aware of uh, and i've been told this by multiple people were the only ones who offered graphic design so that was an elective that students could choose to take and once i gave them my spiel during their you know every year before every class starts so they always have a where you're able to go around and see what electives are offered. And so my classes would fill up to the point where they'd have to turn people away. But that's that was a year-long class. That was graphic design. So we were the only campus in Texas that offered graphic design. Well, last year, uh, because of just different things that happened within the district and, and state, we, we, we stopped doing graphic design. So they told me I was going to teach tech apps, which... I'm fine with. I know tech apps. I can. I mean, I love technology. I can do technology applications. That's easy. But as I was over the Christmas break, the first semester was 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 trashed to begin with. But bless those kids' hearts because we started the year off in COVID mode. So we were um, online. You know, we were virtual classrooms for a big chunk of the first semester. And then, as the semester rolled along, you'd have students who I, don't, I can't think of any student that ever got sick with COVID, but we had students who were, who came in contact with somebody, so they couldn't go to school. And it was just, it was, it was kind of a, a mess. So the first semester I was just doing tech apps. So we were just learning, you know, typewriting. We were learning uh, digital citizenship. Um, we did do graphic design, but we did not do Redbubble because there just wasn't, it would have had to start when the year started and it couldn't have been trying to do that online in person. Like if I would have had videos, it would have been great. But at the time I just didn't have that. So over Christmas break, I was sitting down, I was just reading over my TEKS. That's the Texas Essential Knowledge, the skills that students have to learn. And every TEK that was in there aligned with graphic design. So I'm like, I'm just going to go back to teaching graphic design. I mean, we don't offer that, but I can teach graphic design and hit every TEK that mm -hmm. I need to, you know, to be, you know, through the state's eyes to be legitimate. So that's how, but uh, Tech Apps is a, a one, it's a one semester class. So, yeah, it seems like it could stretch out into like two or three years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the thing was, you know, what I'd like to have, have seen our students go from Redbubble to Amazon. And then from Amazon, there's also, Amazon also offers KDP. It's Kindle Direct Publishing. So you can actually write a book, which we were doing. We were actually in my class. We do children's books. So I would love to have seen the students, you know, go through start selling their, their children's books through that so that's awesome yeah. I'm, I'm all about kids starting businesses absolutely do you have any more success stories you can tell us oh uh, i've got i do i have quite a few but let's see i'll pick out so one was the, the student who had the the qr code on the back of the business card that was brilliant um <laughs> and then um i had the most in my class 
I've had students go on and, and do better outside of my class. But in my class, um, I did have a girl who was making, um, she was doing about $300 a month um, in sales and her artwork, her artwork was phenomenal. And she was one of these, like, she was kind of, I guess, what do you call it, goth? Is that a thing still? So she's kind of gothy. Um, <laughs> and, she, and she had the attitude that came with the goth. But she got in my class and she just loved it. And yeah, she did really, really, really well. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it's. Um, and then because you're not old enough to work. No, you're I know. Really not old yeah. enough to work. Yeah, yeah. And I, the parents are always like, you know, I always tell my parents, I'm like, just be aware that this is taxable. So, you know, you know consult your, you know, whoever your accountant is, or you know, do some research on that to see how. Because I just don't have the bandwidth to do that. I would love to, right. but I don't. And then I got a student who, you know, it's funny. I've got a student who created his own brand of clo- his own clothing line. He did it through Redbubble, but it was like he had his own little logo, and he's still going strong. <laughs> I, I, it's just about a, two or three weeks ago I started going back because I always keep links to their stores. Um, I have my teacher, my teacher store that I, sh- I just throw up, you know, stuff to show them how to do it. It's so funny when it sells because I'm like, really, that's sold? That was it's just an experiment to show my kids how to do it. I went, I always friend or join or whatever you call. I connect with my student stores, so I was just going back through a couple weeks ago, just looking at them, and some of them have taken it to the next level. So I started e- emailing them, and some I'm like, you guys, you're doing great. Are y'all still making sales? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing, you know, twice as good as we were doing in your class. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So yeah, that's that's great to hear. I love to hear those stories. That's amazing. So, so what's next? What's your vision? So we are, so when COVID hit, it was, you know, instruction in schools has totally changed. Like it's now, you know, it's, it's so funny because we just had bad, bad weather days when we had, you know, we've had bad, bad weather days in the last, I don't know, couple of weeks, uh, snow here in Texas, which is really weird. But, you know, even though it's a quote unquote bad weather day, we can still now we can give instruction because every student is very familiar with going online and going to their classroom and doing instruction. So why can't, you know, we, my wife and I were talking about it. We're like, well, why can't we take the you know, concept of, we call it the student like a boss program. That's what we call it. Why can't we take the student like a boss, you know, concept that we teach in class or that I teach in class and take it, you know, to the world? Because there are students everywhere who come from low-income families who could, you know, benefit from this. And, and quite frankly, there's, there's parents who, you know, COVID has totally stopped a lot of the infrastructure, a lot of the businesses in this, you know, in the country. So, I mean, it'd be easy for a parent. I've actually had parents ask me, hey, can you, can you teach me how to do this? <laughs> I'll start thinking, well, yeah, I could. So that's one of the things that kind of was a catalyst for, for us to create or in the process of creating a membership where you know students can go online and learn the whole process and what's great about it is I've got so many I really do like going back to the whole Bob Ross thing I can sit and look at you know I will go google what's the last last thing I did was a banana I went and googled dancing banana and I found a a picture of a, a dancing banana and I recreated that dancing banana with shapes inside Google drawings. So it's like the whole Bob Ross concept where he, you know, if, if at the very base, basic of, you know, the basic process of Bob Ross is he's taking this, these brushes and just 
basically just slapping them against the canvas and coming up with these beautiful pictures. So it's the same concept. I just, I go look at different things. I see shapes in everything now. It's crazy. I look at the world a whole different way. I see shapes in everything, all the animals. So I will, you know, I, I the, the membership itself is going to be a constant. It'll have constant upgrades because I'm always designing new stuff. So students can always go in there and, you know, find something new to, to create and to put on a shirt. Is it going to be like a self-paced thing or is it going to be like this month we're learning this? No, it will be self-paced. I'll, I'll, I'll put everything up. So I want them to have access to it, but also if times get hard, I don't want them to have to like miss out on something because they couldn't afford it. So I want to make sure that everything is all there up front. They can see it all. And they can get through the first part. The first part is creating your, you know, some students don't even have a Google account. So it's one, you know, one of the lessons is creating a Google account, uh, creating your Redbubble account, um, setting up your store in Redbubble. And then there's a huge graphic design component of it. And then there's marketing. You know, how can I, how can you take this, these ideas that you've created, put them in your store and get them out to the public. So... You know, I was just thinking this would be great. This would be a great homeschool curriculum. You know, and I've, I've actually asked homeschool parents. I'm like, is this something that, because I'm trying to figure out how it would fit into, because I, I want it to be something where if they were to purchase it, that it was, you know, not just teach the student a trade, which it does, but also to, you know, ha- how can I benefit you by, you know, how can how can this check off some of your, you know, the needed curriculum you need for to meet your state standards or national standards? That sounds so exciting. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Kids are, and the kids are just, their ideas, like, like, so the first thing we, we ever learn is, well, the first one they ever learn is they, they create these beautiful sky, uh, these uh, skyline projects where they just create their own city skyline. And that, that's how I teach the basics of, of graphic design, all the shortcuts, the little cheats that Google Drawings has that, that most graphic design software has. And then the second one we always do is the monkeys. We always do the monkey face because it's always fun. It's cute. Girls can like it. Boys can like it. It's something they can. So the, to see the stuff that they come up with, I mean, there's like, there's Batman monkeys. There's there's Iron Man monkeys. There's Pennywise monkeys. There's uh, Raggedy Ann and Andy monkeys. It's just crazy. These kids are so smart. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the, the the middle school mind is amazing. If so was no more, where can they find you? Uh, so we are currently building our um, connection list. We want to make sure people are, are able to find out more about us. To, the best place to go for that, uh, to sign up for that list and to get more information, I've got videos on past students, uh, is to go to uh, studentlikeaboss.com. Are you on any other, are you on Instagram? We are on Instagram, student like, at studentlikeaboss, and we are also on uh, Facebook. I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. I thank you for what you're doing. All those ki- all those kids that you're teaching. It's been a blast. It's been a blessing. It's been incredible. I can tell from the conversations that I've that I've had with you that it's not just a job for you. Oh no, it's this makes the job so much better. <laughs> because yeah, it's it's like it's your mission. Yes, it is. Right? It is. And I can't wait to see all the kids that this is going to help. I'm sure you're going to have a lot more kids coming back after they've graduated to tell you what a difference your class made. Well, thank in you. It's, life. it's been it's been amazing. It's been an amazing amazing journey. 
That about wraps it up for this week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, we have a private Facebook group for parents and mentors. You can find us by searching for Raising Confident Teens Community. We would love to have you join us. Have a great week.